Jesus in my circle, who the one who be the snakes? Who gon' fold up under pressure? Who gon' understand the stakes? Who gon' wait to get they food to try to take from off my plate? Who the love? Who gon' understand I'm hurt? Who gon' love me unconditionally and try to make it work? Who gon' party once I'm gonna shed a tin once I'm in dirt? I ain't asking for too much, I'm trying to Welcome to the next episode of Give Me My Crown Podcast. Give Me My Crown Podcast. We back at you with another episode. Again, my name is Antonio. My name is Keith. And we um bringing you kind of a, I wouldn't say a different type. It's more of a, um, would you say, how would you name it? Would you say controversial? I would say, if you know, you know. Okay. That makes you know sense. Okay. Everybody don't know. So it's a, it's controversial. It does have facts to back this theory yes and it's and it's not controversial as as in the fact that um it's not like some cancel culture type oh, no, no, controversial no, 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 stuff no. it's um we were talking about the the book creature from jekyll island and kind of world worldly stuff that's going on right now and um you want to kind of explain what creature from jekyll Hold Island? On, though when you think about world stuff that's going on right now mm-hmm. that book kind of is talking about today as well yes it is yeah 100 and um, just a side note, I did get a recommendation from this book by watching a um watching a YouTube video yes. from um Wall Street Trapper. Shout out Wall Street Trapper. Shout he, out um, Trap. He actually mentioned his book and said it was a great read and recommended it. So I was like, let me go see what it's about. And after reading this book, like it opened your eyes so much. And you kept mentioning, it. I'm like, man, let me find this this book. The book here, I listened to it. It hit me within the first five minutes. Yes. You know. And um, the book is really, in a nutshell, about the Federal Reserve. Yes, the Federal um, Reserve. How I got founded, how I got yes. started. Nineteen was nineteen ten. It was. Let's see. Yep, nineteen ten. Yeah, man. And the um, the way it got started is, it was six families who made up essentially about a quarter of the world's wealth. So roughly about twenty five percent of the world's wealth. That's and that's being modest. It yes. could have been more yes. at the time. And that's from six people. Six people. And what they did, they went to an island off of um, Georgia. Georgia. Georgia yep. And it was a club called, um, what was it, Jekyll Island Club or yep. something. And it was called Jekyll Island Club. And they went there and essentially formed the Federal Reserve. And those six men were, um, got some notes here, uh, Nelson Aldrich. Piot Andrew, Henry Davison, Arthur Shelton, Frank Vanderlip, and Paul Warburg. And though, like I said, those six families started the Federal Reserve and essentially run it today as we know, because what most people don't know, the Federal Reserve is not a government Boy, system. Got goosebumps, you just said, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> like they legitly run the world in a, in a sense, though. Yes. Because. because- the Federal Reserve does not only lend the United States government money, it lends all countries money. Yep. And it talks and like you said, it's not contrary to what many people think, it's not is is not a government. Yep. The Federal Reserve is not ran by the government. It's privately ran. And um it it really benefits those six people rather than the rather than the people, yeah, because what people don't understand, or those six families, when right? they raise the rate interest rate, right? Mm-hmm. That's saying this is the interest rate we're getting back on the return of money we lend it out. Yes. So if they raise it from five point two to six, 
they just now made 0.8% more on the money they're going to loan out to people. Yep. It's essentially what banks do. This book also breaks down the banks. Yep. It breaks down how the, so we got Democrats and Republicans, right? And they, they're all working together to make stuff happen. Maybe some would say not for the American people. Some would say for the American people. But these parties are actually working together with the Federal Reserve to make stuff happen. And it does, uh, the book does talk about how big banks won't fail. Exactly. Because if you look at certain banks that have been hit with fraud multiple times, they still one of the biggest banks in uh, the world, yeah. the, the the United States. But you if you put those same factors in a smaller bank, such as, such as a um, credit union or something oh, like failed. that, it, it would have been done. Okay, I watched it. The hearings with Signature Bank and stuff yes. were failing. One thing I saw was that I forget I forget the woman's name. She said certain banks will not fail. Yes. And what I can I can name two banks I know it won't fail. Three. Bank of America would never yep. fail. Um Citibank would never yes. fail. And JP Morgan would never fail. Yes. Those three banks will never fail. Right? I I think you throw a few more in there too. Well, like Wells Fargo? Wells Fargo. Yeah. Um They got law, they got pending lawsuits. They're paying out billions of dollars, yes. but we'll never hear about them failing, you know? Yes. So yeah. I mean, they never fell. They so the um, the like I said, the Federal Reserve. The reason it was started was essentially to loan money out. Yep. And it's um, as as you stated, every time they raise the interest rate, obviously they're making money. Correct. And it also goes on to state how if the U.S. is the U.S. was actually slated to pay off all of the um, all our national debt. Like apparently, we were slated to pay off all our national debt in 2012. Apparently, we had the money or whatever, we but we were able to pay off our national debt in 2012. But it said that if we pay off that national debt, then we would essentially then it would essentially send the economy into um, into disaster. True, because people forget the such thing as good debt and bad debt, yes. right? If the United States was a calling everybody to owe them money, right? Yes. We would have no national debt. Yep. Countries owe us money going back to we went to war we went to war with Japan. Yep. Then we rebuilt Japan. Yep. And yep. they still ain't paid us back. Yep. And the problem is is if you is if they pay off all their debt, the Federal Reserve doesn't have they don't have a reason to be to exactly. to live, to exist at that point because they don't have anybody to lend money to, even though they lend money to other Country across yeah. the world, but at that at that point, if if the U.S. does not need money, there's no need for them to print money. And by them printing money, of course they, um, of course, come comes in then that invisible tax inflation. I right, another question, man. So people may not know this: What's the U.S. dollar backed off of? What is it? I'm asking. What is it? <laughs> it used to be backed off gold. My theory is our military. We got one of the strongest they, militaries yeah. in the world. People yeah. ain't gonna mess with us, even though our money is. That's true. As the Chinese, uh, I'm prime minister said, that's true. We sending them toilet paper instead yes. of sending them real money that has real value. Yeah, because I mean, like I said, it used to be backed up the gold standard when they took it off the gold, gold standard. standard yep. The 
the value the value of a dollar now is what like it's like ninety some percent less than what it was. What okay question? Another question, but I'm gonna give an answer too. Like when you think about it, like what we're doing now is just printing more money, printing more money. Since we took it off of gold, inflation has risen and yes. never went back down. Yes, I mean yeah, because it fluctuates, but it's never. We will never see. We would never see the the value of the dollar as we did years and years That's and true. years ago. Yeah. Like today, where gas is a dollar seventy seven cent at sheets, you got lines and lines of people out there to yeah. get that dollar seventy seven gas exactly for one day. Yes, for one day. That's it. And we got so much oil as a country, we won't use it. They said we got so much oil as a country, we could like we can operate thousands of years. Yeah, just just off the oil that's in reserve here. Yeah. And then we got the the big uh, reserve in the Midwest that yes. we will not drill. Yep. So it's it's a weird. It's weird crazy. Time. Yeah. But they but they do say the the Federal Reserve is for their own interests and not the interests of the public. Yes. And as as you can see, you can see when they raise the interest rate, you can see that. And the FDIC. Yes. They work with them too. Yes. So it's it's like a big revolving door. And if you think about how the banks leverage money, right? So let's say for me as a person. If I did what the banks do, I would go to jail. Oh, yeah. Because basically, essentially what a bank does is they leverage 300 to 1. So which means if Tony, you come in and give me, you put your money in the bank, the bank now gives me his money to spend. I put my money in the bank, they're giving it to somebody else to spend. Yeah. yeah. And then they're charging you interest on my money. Yeah. Instead of giving me, because essentially if it were, if, if the banks operate it in a sense that people think it does, yeah. If you go put a thousand dollars in the savings, and then, uh, or let's use a bigger number, let's say twenty thousand. I go put twenty thousand dollars in the savings. If I go do it today, and I go back to the bank three hours later, I need to withdraw twenty thousand dollars. They're gonna tell me. They're gonna tell me you need to give us a three day notice. Yep. They're gonna be like, we don't have that kind of capital hand. I'd be like, I just gave you money. Yep. Two hours ago. Like, what do you mean? And then, so essentially, what they're going to do, they're going to take that twenty thousand. They're going to lend some to you, yep. lend some to over here, lend some over here. So if they lent out that twenty five thousand, that twenty thousand dollars. They gave five thousand dollars to four different people. Yep. And they're charging seven, eight percent interest rate. They're making all. They're making that money back to the bank, and they're giving me a, a half of a percent. Yep. So off off of that twenty thousand dollars, I'm making two dollars, while they're making all five thousand dollars. They're making what if they're if let's say they're doing ten percent off that five thousand dollars. I'm making five hundred dollars, yeah, and I'm making twenty. Yeah. So that's five hundred times four. They're making two thousand dollars off of my money, and their money and their money is or either that or they're or they're taking my money and investing. And then you put your money in the bank in the savings account. They give you a, a point of a percentage. Yes, and they making. More money off your money, like you said, they invest your money. Yep, yep, yep. And it's like it's it's crazy, but because they say, and I think you can, I think you can use this same, the same analogy for the banks as you can with a uh, creature of Jekyll Island, the Federal yeah. Reserve. They say yeah. the Federal Reserve essentially is ran like a cartel. It is because they are. If you look at what somebody like like the Mexican cartels, you look at how they operate, then look at the Federal Reserve. It's like you said, the they're making all this money and um, they're making the money from the American yep. people, people. Yep. But it's not used for the American people. The, all the money they're making is is benefiting those six families. 
And I'm interested to see that you're gonna see I'm going too far with this theory. How fear now ties into all of this. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think because um it's gonna it's gonna be something. Yeah. I don't I don't know what, but I definitely think um I definitely think we will see I think we'll see negative sides to Fed now. Yeah. There might there might be some there might be some good aspects to it, but there's always gonna be those underlying negative aspects that nobody sees. Yep. So I think um I think that's definitely something we need to look out for. And also if you look at Federal Reserve, Federal Reserve encourages war. It does, because they make money off of war. Yes. Countries need to take out loans yep. for wars. Yeah. Because the um, book talks about how the Federal Reserve System funded World War One, World War II. Two, yep. uh, what was it? Um, the Korean War and the Vietnam no, War. Yep. So I think you need... Um, you know, the reason they they funding the war with the, Ukraine. Yes. The, yeah, exactly. Like, we, as American people, we had to raise yes. our debt. Yes. For the $80 billion we gave Ukraine. Yep. We need to go back to the Federal Reserve to ask them for more, to print more money. Yes. And even the books, even the book even goes into detail about how if, if it was not for the Federal Reserve, a lot of these wars may have not even happened, or they or um they would have they would essentially create conflict between countries yep. in order to step in and and fund it. And the funny part is, okay, if I print money, right? Yeah, that's counterfeiting, right? Yes. Why is that counterfeiting? Exactly, because I do not work for the United States government. Yes. They do not work for the United States government, but they print money. Exactly. So, which means they're counterfeiting money. They're they're a private company, printing printing all this money. Yep. When you know, you know. That's why I say when you know, you know. Yeah, but it's a um, like I said, it's that that like I said, that book definitely opens up your yep. eyes. Yep. And like I said, what got the the part that got me is when, like I said, when they're talking about. Have we pay for national? Because because everybody's like, oh, we're, we're so we're so much in national debt. We're so much in national debt. And with every president, obviously, it go it Goes continues up. to go up. And um, a lot of people blame the president, blame whoever. And obviously, they have something to do with some of the stuff they're making. But um, like I said, if we pay it off, then obviously it sends our it sends our it sends our economy into disaster. Exactly. So it's. It's something that'll never happen, and if, like you said, if it does happen, then I I think at that point we like we better prepare. You think about it, man. You're talking about bailouts, right? That's yes. that's in the book too. Yeah, we bail out these big companies. We bail out uh, yes. banks. You know, yes, two thousand, but two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand eight, two thousand eight, right? We gave these banks billions of dollars. Yep. Because if you if you look at some of these banks from two thousand eight, like. If these banks were for the people, the federal government would have shut these banks down. Exactly, because they're get they're they're essentially loaning people money to foreclose on the house. They know you can't afford to pay for this house, but essentially, they're saying, you know what? Here is here's a loan for five hundred thousand dollars. We know, looking on paper, you can only afford three hundred thousand, but we're going to give you five hundred thousand. Yep. We're going to raise the interest rate, so you know you can't pay it, and when you miss those three payments, then we're gonna start foreclosure paperwork on your house. So, and what and uh, what they were doing, they were sending 
for these houses because obviously the houses were getting over appraised. Yep. The banks are working, we're working with appraisers to send um to send appraisers out that's gonna over appraise on the house, knowing that that's not what the house is worth, because I don't know if the appraisers are getting kickbacks or what the deal was, but they're over they're appraising the house way over value. Yep. So the bank is then able to fund that loan to people who can't afford the loan, that can't afford to pay it back. Now they're foreclosed. Now, now the bank owns half the United States. Half the United States. And like this is even during the pandemic, right before the pandemic, um, before interest rates fell. Yes. Look, JP Morgan was buying properties. Yep. Like, why does the bank need to be buying yes. all this real estate? Exactly. Exactly. And I think, and I mean, if you look, if you look at some of these, if you look at some of these programs now, there is, is, is almost like, I guess without getting into too much detail, it's almost like it's, um, like if you, if you look at the program from the outside, it's almost like the, the, the bank is slowly coming in trying to take over these neighborhoods again. Because you got these banks offering certain interest rate or certain programs, but to get this program, you gotta live in a certain neighborhood, yep. and you gotta make this amount of money, and you and like it's all these parameters they put in place, and the amount of money you gotta make is almost is, is borderline like barely making it. But the book talks about how those it seems as if those programs are for the people. Exactly, and they're not. They're not. Because if you because if I'm te- if I'm telling you, hey, I'm a, I'm gonna give you money for a down payment, I'm gonna give you assistance for any upfront costs, I'm gonna give you this loan, but you gotta live here. Yeah. And I essentially to me, what that saying the bank is doing, they're putting everybody in these neighborhoods that they can afford at the time, but like I said, it is is so borderline of what the income what your income has to be that essentially if you if you lose hours at work, then you're you're yep. already under and can't afford yep. that payment. So now the bank owns all these houses in, the, in these in these low income neighborhoods. But not not just low income neighborhoods, right? Yeah, they're everywhere. Because we went through this, right? So I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get no damn payment. So I'm, yes. I'm, I'm gonna use this program. He's like, uh, you don't qualify for that. Exactly. Like, I'm like, nah, bro, it's no damn payment. I'm gonna use this program. He's like, nah, you got it's a certain cap you have to make yep. for this program. He was like, if you did, you can afford this house. Exactly. Because it was, because like, it's, it's certain programs, like, let, let's use, for example, say they say, all right, you can only make $80,000. Yep. But you're trying to buy a $500,000 house. They'd be like, yeah, we're we'll, talking about the same program. I yeah. know you at, yeah. They'd be like, yeah, we'll approve you, but you like, hold on, if I make $80,000, I can't afford, afford a $500,000 $500, house yep. anyway. Yep. Like, um, like, especially if it's just me and I'm just yep. making $80,000, I'm like, all right, if I buy this $500,000 house, I'm house poor. Yep. Like I had no money for a car payment. I had no money for for food. any other. You got no money for food, man. Now you got no money for food. Because if you think about it, if you make eighty thousand dollars, then your um your take home is what fifty. Because what's the rule of thumb? You can only uh buy a house three times your income or something like that. That's yeah, the, it's like they want they won't they like you to stay under thirty under uh I think it's twenty eight to thirty five percent uh debt to income ratio yeah but i'm like this is wow yes and it's it's crazy that yeah. is is and there's more there's a lot of programs out there like that that are that essentially put that cap on it but then when you break down the numbers and look at it you'd be like well if i do that then i, I can't afford to live yep. anyway yep and the bank will give you a loan knowing that you're going to default on yes 
Yes, a hundred percent. And that goes for that goes for a bunch of other programs that um that seem like they're for the people, but they're not. They yep. actually help the economy. Yep. If you look at um if you look at uh a bunch of a bunch of the government welfare programs. Yep. Therefore, they're on the front end. It looks like it's for the people, but then if you break it down and look at it, you like, wow. I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna take all the backlash. This is not a Antonio view. Welfare is the modern day slavery. I agree. Is is because I think it's it's you somewhere live. Yes. They tell you to kick the man out the home. Yep. They tell you how much money you can make. Yes. And it, it puts people in a mindset where it puts people in a mindset where, all right, like it makes you not want to prosper yep. because you're like, all right, I'm I'm li- I'm barely living, but I'm living just enough where I can um I can't advance. Where, yeah, it yeah, it, it 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 essentially hinders advancement. Yep. Because people look at it like, all right, well if if I do this then I can't do this. Yep. Or if I if I if I make an extra two dollars an hour, it will take this much in food stamps. Yep. And I think it because obviously I think welfare is, is a good program for certain for certain people who need it. It needs to be revamped. Yeah, I think it needs to be revamped. And I think it needs to um it needs to be more uh like I said, more for the people and yep. not the government. Because it is like you said, it's essentially killing the home. Yep. It's take like you said, it's taking the man out the home, it's hindering how much money you can make. And then I think that same mindset gets pushed down through generations Generations, where um, that's where you see, that's why you see same generational uh, habits. I've known people like three and four generations on welfare. Yep. And And it's like, and it's almost like they don't want to advance. They feel like it's free. Yes. So I I, I definitely think it, it, I definitely think it has to be revamped to actually, help the people because yeah. obviously I want to see all people win. Yes. Like there's enough money in this world for everybody to yep. make money. Yep. But then you got the government coming in like, oh hold like hold on. We don't want everybody to make money. Like you make too much money now. You you can't do that. Example, crypto. Yes. You see you see you all these new meaning ads popped up. And then the government steps in. What are we doing with crypto right now? Exactly. And we we want that out the US. Yes. We want it out the US and we want to <laughs> regulate any crypto. But if you think about other countries looking like China, you know what I'm saying? I know we got the, the bricks going on. But yep. you got all these other other countries, they're like, yo, bring it here. Yep. We'll take it. And then every company that's essential every every company that's essentially a crypto um exchange. I, I guess a crypto exchange, yep. the government is suing them. Like Coinbase, like Binance. Bro, it's just crazy. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's I think like I said, I think we have I think as a people we have to get out out the mindset and um like eventually you just gotta step you just gotta step out and just do it. Like don't yeah. don't worry about like I said, don't if if your food if your if your welfare gets cut down or taken from you, at that point you're winning. Yep. And the government will do what they can to bring you yep. to to bring you back into that yeah. mindset. Like I've seen people they can get a job, right? And they'll say, nah, I can't work this job. They're going to take my food. Yeah, like I'm making too what? much money. Like, I'd rather make money and provide for myself than to be thinking about some food stamps. Yes. Don't get me wrong. The government should get everybody food stamps, in my opinion. <laughs> like, everybody should get a certain amount. Like, people want free health care. I want free uh, food stamps. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, you know. But yeah, I think we, like I said, like you said, I think, I think that mindset, like, 
on the front end, it looked good. Like, okay, I'm getting this free, getting this yep. free. I'm getting some, I'm getting free food and somewhere free to live. I'm getting this, I'm getting this. But in the long run, it it hurts us yep. and it it, it uh, hinders us as as a nation and as a people. And if you think about it, like another big player, government, right? They talk about it in the book too was student debt, like education. Yes. yes. Like it's so, the book is amazing because it goes into so many different layers of how the government makes money off of its people. Yep, because student debt is designed for you to never pay off. Exactly. Unless you, like I said, unless you get, unless you get assistance from the military or you use one of these programs where, all right, if you make this amount of payments, then um, if you make this amount of payments and never late, then we'll erase Yep. The rest of your student debt. And um, I think that, I think, like, if you look at it in that sense, like, okay, but some of these programs, some of these student loans, people are paying 20 years after yeah, they got out of school. Yeah, like, $1,000 a month. Yeah. And you got a $100,000 loan. Think about being a doctor, right? Yes. You got to take out all this money and loans to finish school. Yep. Then you finish school, and for the next 30 years, you're paying those you loans paying back. Those loans back. Yep. That's retarded. Yes. That's why scholarships is the way to go. Yes, scholarships. You have grants. Any way you can get it free, get it free. Yep. Even going to a community college the first two years. Yep. Because you're going to pay a fraction of the price. Exactly. Get that associate's degree. And whether it's nursing school or whatever, get that associate's degree, get accepted into nursing school, and then go to nursing school. Because, shoot, a two-year college nowadays will run you twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, depending on where you go. And people sleep on trades, too, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, trades... You can make a lot of money getting a trade. Yes. But yeah, I think, um, like I said, we need to, if people actually sat back and looked at some of the stuff or how the government is ran, I think it would open up eyes. Yeah. Like, and then we're going to jump into certain topics, but we could throw our names like Lyndon B. Johnson, you know, but we, we ain't going to yeah. do it. We're not going to do it today. We're not going to do it. I'm not going to go there. I don't want the American people to get too upset, you know? I mean, that's something we can build into. Okay, now I don't know if you're going to go there. Yeah, about. you're right. Like, we both got too much going on in life to even jump yep. in there. But, um, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, just, I just think, I just think, like I said, knowledge is power. It is, man. And when you get the knowledge, like, you use it. Yes. Yes. And like I said, I think we would be, I think we would be remiss if we didn't yes. give at least some of the knowledge. I mean, obviously, we, obviously, there's a lot of stuff we can't say. Yeah. Yep. Uh, some stuff like just scratching the surface of it, 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 like somebody may watch this podcast and be like, "Yo, is that true?" And they may go do their own Real research, research yep. and be like, "Oh shoot, like, like this is true." Like I say this all the time. I mean, I say I can say it freely. I say it all the time. If you look at every Fortune 500 company in America, it's built like a pyramid. Oh yeah, yeah, I I agree. So why are pyramid schemes bad if we created one? I agree. I'm just saying, like. When you look at things with with an open view, open yes. lens, you see it totally different. Like, yeah, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, but I think we gave out. Yeah, like I said, we can't go too much further. We can't go. just scratch the surface, but it's a lot of information. Like I will tell y'all, read the book "Creature from Jekyll Island." Yes, and then do your research, and um, like I said, it w- it will definitely open your eyes. Boy, have your eyes wide open. Yes, and a lot of the, like I said, a lot of, a lot of the stuff. They talk about in the book could be some could see it as controversial. Even some of the stuff we say, people, some people could see it as controversial. But I think it's something you gotta once um, you do your research. Yeah, be like okay, it's like it's not necessarily controversial. It's just 
It's just the way it's just the way that certain people want you to think, and then you start thinking that way, and it completely hinders your mindset, and it it almost makes you yep. think as people are taking shots when they're not. They're just like, in fact, like I, I never noticed that. Yeah, like so. I, I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna take a <laughs> shot. I was gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> but I think we gave a lot of, like I said, a lot of good information. We yes. we hit, we scratched the surface on a few different topics, but it was all under the umbrella of world topics, world topics, government, Federal Reserve system, yep. things like that. But um, as we always say, this is more than a pod podcast. We're handing out crowns, and this one we just try to give y'all. We tried to, you know. Throw out a few crowns, give y'all just just some knowledge. That's right, man. Got knowledge is power. Knowledge, one hundred percent. That's right. Now use it and apply it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta apply it in order for it to um and look it up. Do your research in order for it to make yes, sense. Yes, always. So like we say, it's more than a podcast. We handing out crowns. Hand them out. Who the realest in my circle? Who the one who be the snakes? Who gon' fold up under pressure? Who gon' understand the stakes? Who gon' wait to get they food to try to take from off my plate? Who the love? Who gon' understand I'm hurt? Who gon' love me unconditionally and try and make it work? Who gon' party once I'm gonna shed it to once I'm in dirt? I ain't asking for too much, I'm trying to understand.